Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning, it's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, welcome indeed. And I say it again because I know what I'm about to put you through content-wise. If you've been listening along from the start, you'll know that most of what the 19-year-old version of me thought was worthy of etching onto diary pages feels more like it's been written by an emotionally compromised detective with delusions of grandeur and an obsession with uh, inane timekeeping who's been forced to record the comings and goings of the most boring target ever. Uh-huh. That's me. Hey, we're 38 weeks into our first radio job ever, our first time living away from my parents, first time moving in a state and first time sharing a house. And I actually can't help relating it back to the new season of the TV series, The Crown, you know, because a queen and it's got a queen in it. Uh, we've been watching Diana meet and fall in love with Prince Charles. Now, when Diana started officially dating an actual prince and becoming part of royal life, she was also only 19 years of age. She was like three months into being 20 when she was officially announced as his bride-to-be. And as this story has proved, at 19 and 20, I could barely muster up a consistent wake-up or sleep time, and everything else about me as a person was a complete mess too. So imagine what it must have been like at 19, going on 20, to be stalked by the British press, become a royal, and deal with everything she had to at that same age as I was when I was diarising much ado about bugger all. Freaky, huh? Anyway, now that I've established that I'm practically a princess... It's time to reset our musical minds and transport ourselves back to what was charting this week in 1989 with the help of chartbeats.com.au. Jenny Morris had the biggest debut of the week in at 37, which she had to be loved. The Eurythmics revival was at 38. Boom Crash Opera's Get Out of the House was at 42. And Cindy Lauper's My First Night Without You takes out 47. And at 48, simply read with a new flame. Coming up in this episode, I've officially lost my diary-filling mind as I try and jazz up my diary entries, which means we get treated to or have to endure a stream of thought entry that's sadly as inane as you'd expect, an entry written from the perspective of a Russian spy who's getting interrogated by other Russians, an LA surfer dude and a variety of animals. I am not kidding. 
Plus, even weirder, I show off how many slang words I know for the word vomit, and this is just the first four entries. There's so much other whack shit that happens in the other three entries too, I'm actually having embarrassment-induced anxiety about it as I speak, so let's get stuck into it to help me work through all of that and ridicule it as well. It's time to introduce another pair of my besties. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? It's Jekka and Taris. Jess Gale and Taris Tyler. Welcome. Darling, hi. Benjamin. Yeah, who dad? Well, we should set the theme for everyone right now listening. Jess is my first guest in the room with me. I can touch you. Mm, darling. And this is all happening as Sydney turns into a cluster fluff and we could all be in lockdown again, but it's nice to be in the same room with someone. And Taris is uh, locked in his car in Sydney. <laughs> Getting ready for the apocalypse. Oh, and, and let's say actually locked out of Perth. So that's yeah. like big time for you, babe. Yeah. Because we're it's recording this just before Christmas. So everyone, I meant to be going to Newcastle in two days. We don't even know if that's happening. So let's just have some fun and muck around. And uh... Oh, you think that's sad? I'm meant to be looking after two dogs, five bunny wabbits and five baby wabbits. And, <laughs> and they might be able to go, be able to go away anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now we should start. Uh, the first thing we need to do is establish how um, we met each other. And I think the instigator of Taris and I becoming friends is uh, the lady that is uh, the mummy wabbit, yes. Jessica mm-hmm, Gale. Mm-hmm, that's true. So I'm doing Breakfast Radio with David Gore, Russell Gilbert. Terry used to call in because he was working at a, um, what was it, dang, the fruit and veg shop out at... <laughs> and Craigie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was... Um... What instigated it was because you were new to Perth and you sort of said that you didn't know anybody and you didn't know your way around. And so I called in and said, I can show you around if you wanted. (laughs) And And you're like, sure. And I distinctly remember there was some conversation about you, Jess on air, saying that she'd had a bajillion champagnes the night before and she wasn't coping and that Taris had rung up and said, oh, Zells, I'm feeling you because you'd done much the same thing. A long story short, though, Jess just goes, I'm going to invite Taris to Ben's birthday party. Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah. that was back in the days you didn't seek consent and, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, that we, we were boundaryless and, yeah. um, you know, we just did whatever the fuck we wanted and no one was sort of like, we went PT then. Um, you know, I've got to talk to you about how... You PT? Know, that, that, PC. Oh, PC. <laughs> and I was always doing plenty of public fucking transport. Um. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I do remember chucking a sad, like, Jess, you cannot bring a listener to my fucking party. I'm saying he's not a punter. No, you don't understand. He's like a rock star. He's amazing and da 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 yeah. and, like, soldier, soldier, soldier. And, of course, walked in and there you two. Just and love at first sight. Yeah, we became friends from the moment onwards. <laughs> exactly. Immediately, I just remember walking in. It was, I, I think everybody had to wear black. Yeah, the invite said must wear black and then I wore all white so that in photos I stood out like an angel. <laughs> it's true. Camp. <laughs> and I, I remember sitting in the car. Funny that I'm sitting in it now. But, um, <laughs> like, anxiety just going, do I go into this party? Like, Seriously, not going to know anybody in here except for Jess. And um, she might not even be there. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse my memory because it's shot. Um, Had we already met or were we meeting as well for the first time? No, no, no. We'd already, um, I'd picked you up in my car and we'd driven around. I showed you some, you know, like King's Park. Oh, Oh, you did a mini tour of Perth. Yeah, little did a, did a mini tour of Perth. That's and you cute. said, hey, it's my birthday and little Benny from the station, it's his birthday as well. <laughs> little <We're> Benny. Sort <laughs> of gonna, yeah. 
from the station and we're going to have a little party. So just wear black. That's all I remember. So, and then there you were, you were all dressed in white, sitting on a couch and you were the only person in white. And I, and I think it was a, a white corduroy jag. Yeah, it was a white corduroy. I don't know if it was jag. <laughs> See, the truth for me is because I was doing breakfast radio and I was very stoned. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything you're saying at all. We like, were all stoned. Yeah, yeah. True <laughs> we have we have a few photos of that. Oh night. my god, we I've do. Seen the photos, I we know. definitely have photos. Um, yeah. But yeah, from then onwards, we were thick as thieves. I don't thieves. think I left. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I left the party. I, I... And you actually ended up working with us in radio as well. We managed to get you a job, and you were in the thunders, yeah. on air, and. Then you went to Today FM in Sydney. The Mastermind Alliance. It's always amazing when you just have the random meetings and the and that's how you and I met. Yeah. And you too. should have listened to the Mummy Wabbit right from yeah. the start. The Wabbit, Mummy. She is, knew what was going yeah. on. Often speaks she the did. truth. And yeah. we had a great connection the moment oh, yeah. we met. I didn't know one person in Perth when I arrived, as you know. And so yes. Benny was one of the first people because I'm doing breakfast with David Gore, who I'm actually catching up next week with because his oh, parents yeah. are in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's just um, announced his engagement to this fabulous woman with a king-size poodle. Anyway, amazing. Um, <laughs> I love the dog gets me. <laughs> anyone with a king-size king poodle is a friend of mine. You know, I just want to hang out with him. That's the thing with radio. There's all these personalities thrown together and you're meant to get along and sometimes you really, really do. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But, you know, we've all been through, like David and I went through some amazing oh, yeah. work. Oh, and they were, <laughs> and, and now we're all good friends. Like it's, um, I do like the journey, the journey with people. If you go yeah. through the the trenches, exactly. <laughs> Should we get stuck in the diary? Please. Yeah, please. You two are not ready. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Oh, hold on. Right. Wait. Here we go. This is uh, Sunday, September twenty four. It was written at twelve forty five a.m. Hmm, yes. Well, in my efforts to make each of these writings sound slightly different, I decided to start today's by writing exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Jesus. And then I've got dot, 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 and then in capitals, hmm, which can be used to explain a heap of things, dot, dot, dot. For instance, have to write back to all the people who's ri who've written to me. Have to thank Jeff for his thank you note for the use of my car. Who the fuck is Jeff? No memory. Yeah, who is Jeff? Don't know, but thanks for the use of my car, Jeff. I'm feeling guilty, dot, dot, dot. I like these dots. Long overdue all of this. Wow, I've written a lot in this book over the months. The most amazing thing is that I've kept up with it all. Rather proud of that effort. And you, yes, you should be too. Oh, see, I'm talking <laughs> to someone. But listen, listen, I'm thinking about masturbating, no? Oh, no, that was definitely happening, but I didn't put it in the diary. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. okay, right. You know, this is your acquired version. Yeah, yeah. Because um, otherwise you wouldn't be reading this right now, would you? No, I doubt it, because I wouldn't have written it. <laughs> uh, night, 12.50am P.S. Great day today Filling in for Mark tomorrow Should be good And then I've written Dum de dum de dum dum do See you later Do 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 <laughs> Look at that mental scroll I just don't know what to say Yeah, no Because it's not even funny it's I know <laughs> <laughs> 100% <laughs> It's just so tragic. I know. <laughs> oh, and there were so many recurrences of that. Like this next one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this Monday, September 25. 
And I've written at the top, 43 days till I go home, dot, 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 goody, and two exclamation marks. <laughs> so I'm going on holiday soon. Anyway, uh, this was written at 1.54am. So today, I got up at 8. Well, this is not entirely true. Me, oh, hang on, I've got the wrong accent. <laughs> this, is, this is the Russian one. So let me put on my Russian accent. Duh. So today I get up at eight. Well, this is not entirely true. Me is waking from uh, dreams at eight thirty a.m. Oh, I'm so sorry, Russia. Or gets out of the uh, sleeping instrument. How you say bed? <laughs> so can't. I know. <laughs> da. Me get to work with comrades at nine forty-five a.m. Comrades asks me to participate in money-making capitalistic pig dog advertising practice. Da da. They is forcing me to voice this um how you say commercials. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't go much further without acknowledging that I'm a cockhead. Uh, <laughs> I just mentioned my happy place, so well, I haven't even been here. <laughs> it's only getting worse, guys. <laughs> Safe space, safe space. <laughs> Me then put on air to entertain the capitalistic masses by spinning groovy and happening songs. This Russian accent sucks. Which makes me want to be making the, how you say, technicolor yawnings? Da, da. Me goes home, eat big capitalistic meal with no vodka. Me think I liketh voice wanking life. Then me get woken by Russian interrogation men who be pulling my fingernails out with tweezers. Me do Technicolor all over the place. Da, da, 2 or 3 a.m. Ah! I think that might have been something kind of um, sexual in there. Oh. About, you know. I mean, <laughs> Bit of s and <laughs> is, is that what was coming through in your shadow self? <laughs> yeah, I like jerking off while people pull my nails out. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I know, but there's so much repression. I'm just a boss, Carl Jung. <laughs> And I also wish I could actually do a good Russian accent because even that would have been more bearable. But now we're going to get the, uh, <laughs> oh, God, the Valley Surf Dude. <laughs> this is uh, Tuesday, September 26. It was written at 1.31am. Well, dudes, today was a totally awesome and gnarly experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jess is gone. <laughs> this little dude was given a turtle wipeout from work, which meant I didn't have to work. Mega, eh? Question mark. <laughs> Man, I was cruising. Shakes my butt from the snooze episode about midday. Oh, fuck off. Quick splash under the tidal pool of shower. Slipped into some totally groovy and happening threads and went into town. Like, man, I got mail from my old lady. Dude, it was radical. Got escorted to a turtle pig out for tea. We gorged on Italian food, man. I ate lasagna until the cows came home. Oh, I should do this. I ate lasagna till the cows came home. Then we placed ourselves in front of the tube for a total mind feed or explosion of comedy, starting with a comedy company and then the big gig. Dudes, he was selling Buicks or doing Technicolor yarns, whatever you want to call it. It was a wipeout, dude. Check your man, 1.39 a.m. Fuck off. <laughs> I do like the imagination, you know, of you. Yeah, it's you know. very remedial. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. I see the thing is, I want to be present to your inner child. <laughs> you don't want to brutalize well, it. Like and, me. and why were we doing the accents for again? Like, well, the two <laughs> entries before, I said that I was going to try and jazz things up. Right. And yeah, it was a bad decision. 
I think the surfy, <laughs> the surfy one sounded good. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I'm glad I, I think sold it's, it. um, I think it's like an alter ego, you know, coming through there. Yeah, yeah. Another so, one. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, you've got me now. All right, this is uh, September Wednesday, the twenty seventh, and it was written at one eleven a.m. Meow, meow. Woof, woof. Squeak, quack, quack. Dot, 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 dot. Um, this ain't going to work because animals can't talk, except to Dr. Doolittle. I <laughs> uh, worked today about 10.30 and had some breakfast. Man, there must be something really wrong with me because I've had really bad indigestion for the last four days. Just acid burps all the time. That would have been all the shit I was eating at that stage. And why, why no mention of poo? Oh, because... Maybe it's not affecting my anus. Called Dad and had a bit of a chat. Also talked to Richard. Made my way to work and did some commercials. Didn't record any until after 5pm. Went on air at 6pm. No college show tonight. And Nicole didn't ring like she said she would, which is my cousin. Shit. My shift went well. Had a great time. Getting more at ease as the days progress. Looking after Jan's house as of Friday, which will be good. Stayed after midnight and carted off your day by the stars for two weeks. And for some reason, I've written your day by the stars for two weeks in capitals. Who knows? Now sleeps, 1.20am. Oh, see, finally returned to some normality. And it was so boring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like another character, wouldn't you? No, I, 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 really wanted to, I really want to think about, so when you were writing this, were you thinking that you were actually ever going to um, reread it? And were you thinking that, you know, like something was going to happen, that you were going to share it with somebody one day? Like- I honestly know that I was going to give it to my godmother to read. And I know that Brendan Jonesy Jones has mentioned that he read it when he was up there in 1990. So I was clearly showing it to other people. So I definitely had an idea that someone was going to see it. And what did you think about it? I don't know. I just thought it was a record. I didn't even realise when she gave it to me. The reason my godmother gave me this is because she was worried I'd be really lonely and that this would at least give me a distraction. And I never even understood that. I was just like, okay, dutiful and diligent, I'll write in it because she wants me to. Well, see, now I understand that you thought it was for her. So now I understand why it's just so saccharine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm now kind of really getting... Yeah, it's sanitised for a friend of my mum's, mum's best friend. Okay. So that's kind of like, yeah, I wish it wasn't to her. (laughs) 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 I I wish it was to me. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been a lot Did different. Did you ever keep a diary, Jess? Under no circumstances. I don't write anything down. It's all in here. <laughs> it's all in um, here. Yeah. And we found out she doesn't remember most of it. <laughs> you know, so I'm just very present to the present moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good excuse. I like that. So, I'm going to use that. It's, it's where it's all happening. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now the guy that's present in this moment. <laughs> all right, let's take in uh, Thursday, September 28th. This is written at 2.41am. Interesting day today. I got abused by a listener for something I said. I played a song by Bill and Boyd called Santa Never Made It to Darwin. Anyway, this guy calls and said he was in the cyclone and lost all his possessions. His wife divorced him. He had no insurance and that song is sentimental to him. And then I've put in brackets, God knows why. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I said it was a bit of a sicko song over the air. <laughs> Read the room, dickhead. <laughs> what does sicko mean in those days? I would have just been saying that you're sick if you like that song. 
I said it was a bit of a sicko song over air and that upset him. So I apologized on the phone. And when I'd finished talking to him, I also apologized to him over the air. He rang up afterwards and thanked me for being so humble and willing to take constructive criticism, which made me feel really good. So everything turned out great. Oh, I just slammed all these apologized people. for slashing your tires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and dad called. What a fantastic surprise that was. Chatted for a while, came home, talked with Dave till now. See ya, 2.48am. That was an eventful Thursday. I learned the lesson of being humble. And also, so that's like, like, you know, that's like saying it's a sicko song, like you would have said it in those days. I used to say, <laughs> Oh my god! I know, I know, I know. It was, it was, you know. I think it was eighty nine. No, ninety one. Um, <laughs> something like that. And you weren't taken off the air. Oh look, I would, I wouldn't stand a chance to be a public figure now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never a true word been spoken. Is uh, Friday, September twenty nine. It was written at two twenty two a.m. Well, dearie me, got woken at six this morning to take Julie out to her lift to Broome. Got home at seven, slept until nine and went to work just before ten. Finally got those photos from Linda. Thank goodness. Oh, I wonder what they were. They were great anyway. Thanks, Lou. A hectic day today. Lots to do. Couple of ads. Busy on air shift too. Lots of ads and heaps to talk about. Very busy. Got home at about 6.30 to 7pm after feeding Jan's cats. Avril and I went off to see Dead Calm. What a fantastic movie. Great thriller. A definite must-see. Came home, <laughs> too tired to get all my shit together, and go to Jan's. So I'm spending tonight at home. I'll move into Jan's tomorrow. Night, 2.27am. You don't sleep much, did you? Nah, I hate sleeping. No, because I was just going to say the same thing. Wasn't it 2.48am, the entry before that, yep. that you were writing in and then was. you were... Up and out by 6 a.m. Yeah. I didn't like sleep. Jesus. Even now I hardly sleep. I'm going to bed at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Really? Yeah. And you just, wow. I just like my alone time. And, and I also have that whole thing of, what am I missing out on? Oh. But nothing happens, of course. Yeah, but how do you function yeah, for 17 yeah. hours? Yeah. Of the day? Do do I don't it. get up till midday or one o'clock, guys. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, there you go. <sighs> Pandemic unemployment. Yay! Um, all right, final entry. This is Saturday, <laughs> September 30. Was written at, it was written at 2.59am. <laughs> Try and speak English. Wow, busy day today. Got up at 10, showered and went into town to get some lunch. Got to work just after 11. My shift from midday to 6 went really well. I recorded some of it and it doesn't sound that bad. Just have to stop making the mistakes in pronunciation and going on too much and saying, ugh. <laughs> I hate that so much. Came home just after 6. Packed my bags and moved into Jan's house for the week till Friday. Not much to do. Watch TV, mostly the music shows. Bastards didn't show Hey Hey It's Saturday because they thought the basketball was much more important. How pathetic. That's really pissed me off. See ya, 3.09am. I love that I loved Hey Hey It's Saturday in 1989. <laughs> was um, Jackie McDonald on there when she used to have the yeah, mushroom that perm? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She used to have used a fork. <laughs> mushroom perm. Yeah, mushroom perm. Yeah. Jackie McDonald, she was yeah. my everything when she was, I was everyone's everything uh, wasn't she yeah she was amazing well that's it guys we've done it oh uh, well, yeah. well you know what it was yeah it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> 
such a fucking liar. Have you remembered what you were doing Even your in face. 1989? I wish we could do it. Something I was sharing in the break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't re- I, I really don't remember where I was in 1989. I really don't. Well, thank you so much for both coming on. Can we do another one? Will you come back? There's only a few more episodes left, but will you two come back for another one? Absolutely. Sure. All right. Well, in the next episode, there's more attempts at diarised humour. I get nervous broadcasting into two towns for two hours, wake up to an assortment of wild animals in the bathroom whilst house-sitting at Jan's, dispense love and relationship advice, even though I haven't had experience of either, plus I pretend I'm tough by slagging off the cops. It's like peak teenager has been reached. Naturally, we love to try and help amplify Indigenous voices in every episode of this podcast. And this time around, we're showing this spotlight on AliFashion.com. They're a First Nation-owned and operated brand that specialises in uh, producing custom-made, sustainable and ethical streetwear. They're a fashion label with a conscience. They use upcycled remnants, textiles and products, contemporary prints and limited edition dead stock material to create their aesthetic. And they deserve your support. You're going to find them at AAR. AARLIFashion.com or AARLIFashion on Instagram and Facebook. Oh my God, you got to hook me up. That's the best thing I've heard on this whole party, darling. I want those threads. They're really good. You will love them. <laughs> hey, uh, this music, of course, means that I've got to say uh, Tar Muchly to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for his 1989 theme tune. Also, props to Jezelenko for all the audio bits he whipped up in his production booth of Delectable Delights. If you want to follow us on social, as you can at 19 and 89 and we'd love it if you could recommend us to a friend if you know someone who's uh, maybe enjoying a step back in time with added idiocy thrown in then send them this or share it on your socials and of course until next time i am loving you from here check you later see ya bye